Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to the Nerd It's time for the Nerd Room with Dr. Vern. Hello, Nerd Music fans. I am Dr. Vern of Sci-Fried and Nerdy FM, and you're listening to my Nerd Music podcast, The Nerd Groove. This is meant as a validation to a genre that is up and coming and a compendium of nerd music and its impact on the world. If you're joining me for the first time, welcome. I also urge you to check out previous episodes. Those are available at nerdyshow.com. Now, on this episode, we're going to take another look at part of the Triforce of Nerd Music, rock. I'm not going to lie, this root of the nerd music tree is where I was born. I've always loved rock music. Telling the story of how rock and roll made its mark on nerddom is simple for me. I lived it. Little baby Dr. Vern was born in 1966, and I had a sister who was nine years older, a mother that was in her 30s, and a grandmother in her 50s. I tell you this so you might come to understand what my record collection looked like when I was a kid. As long as I can remember, I took charge of the music library. I fell in love with my grandmother's blues records, my mom's Roots of Rock era music, my sister's 70s influence. So I had all this music, but my favorites were always songs that made me laugh. Comedy has a major influence on nerd music's Triforce. In fact, I believe it is the aura that binds the entire genre together. Many songs by Elvis Presley, Roger Miller, Ray Stevens, Monty Python, even Johnny Cash were filled with nerdy overtones. I quickly made mixtapes, uh, mix eight tracks on my stereo that featured my favorite songs gathered from my inherited collection, and I put them side by side with my own favorite music, rock. Songs that spoke to me early on were by bands like Rush, The Who, Blue Oyster Cult, Kiss, David Bowie, and, God, tons of others. They wrote songs about Tolkien and D&D and Godzilla and awkwardness with girls. Those songs and artists spoke to a young kid who was different in the 70s. My family hated my tapes. Besides, they thought I was weird. That feeling lies the roots of rock on the nerd music tree. Those songs made me feel like I wasn't alone. There were other weirdos, and some of them made music. 
Those songs started my life's calling. I do this podcast because of how I discovered nerd music. I had to find it. In an era with no internet, I had to seek out these strange people making music that spoke to me. And I still do that. I have some great music for you today as well. Not just nerd rock, but we'll get a load of that. I want to start with an artist, a friend, and a hero to nerd music. He is one of the great champions, and he's dropped a new album for the first time in a while. I featured one of the new tracks on the last episode, but MC Lars is no one-trick pony. He's been a force in the nerd scene for a while. His latest album, Zombie Dinosaur LP, is chock full of epic win. But the track I bring you today draws its inspiration from the 1989 movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit. MC Lars teamed with Cool Keith to bring you this brand new epic called The Dip. Crank it up. These aren't kid gloves, Mr. Valiant. Rappers like Judge Doom Killed that Marvin Act Cutting them like Sword and Axe That dip running through Toontown These Looney Tunes Companies can't stop that Havoc That independence With suspense Like a villain Black Trench Creating inventions So greater For the haters Never need No tactics Who frame Roger Rabbit Throwing lyrics Out like javelins Spazzing Animated individuals rubbing their head, pitiful, saluting A1 generals, whatever matters, competition, imposition, opposition, contract for contract, I'm all that, just fall back, characters, no scavengers, they cartoons in art rooms, artists, I'm a star in this, top notch, just check your watch, live quick, I spit quick, animation reality, destroy the town, they mad at me, independent like wheel spinning, water machine, time machine, meltdown, they head down, in Toontown, we come around, we rush out, no doubt. Put this rabbit in the dip When I dip, you dip, we dip Let's put these tunes up in the dip When you dip, I dip, we dip I'll put the shoe up in the dip When I dip, you dip, we dip When I'm mobbing with the weasels We can dip tune down into a I'll put this rabbit in the dip When I dip, you dip, we dip Let's put these tunes up in the dip When you dip, I dip, we dip I'll put this shoe up in the dip When I dip, you dip, we dip when I'm mobbing with the weasels, we can dip two down into the ground. Put money by my ears tall, got a lot on my plate, dog. Only thought I'd grab it out here in Toontown. Baby Herman, put the knife down. Pop a weasel from my people's like clap, clap. Giving haters dirt naps. I got a girl and she always got the carrot cake. It's an interspecies romance. Real rabbishish. Roger, me mobbing all day. With Mickey Mouse making that pay. Them cartoons from back in the day. Just do what we show in his face. He'd probably be after our day. The dippy be letting his spray. I won't believe it. I can't believe it. I shan't believe it. No way. Cause Roger Rabbit don't play. Doing donuts all day. With Eddie Valiant, we all about it. You best get out of our way. You know I'm putting in work. These fools about to get murked. With that Astone and that turpentine and that benzene going berserk. Roger, ruh, Roger, rabbit, ruh, ruh, Roger, rabbit. Box office smash like a ruh, Roger, rabbit. You three dope shorts like a ruh, Roger, rabbit. One, but two like a ruh, Roger, rabbit. I'll put this rabbit in the dip. When I dip, you dip, we dip. Let's put these tunes up in the dip. When you dip, I dip, we dip. I'll put the shoe up in the dip. When I dip, you dip, we dip. When I'm mobbing with the weasels, we can dip tune down into a brown. This rabbit in the dip. When I dip, you dip, we dip. Let's put these tunes up in the dip. When you dip, I dip, we dip. I'll put this shoe up in the dip. When I dip, you dip, we dip. When I'm mobbing with the weasels, we can dip tune down into the ground. 
tune where Toontown once stood would be a string of fast food restaurants with Bible verses confusingly printed on cheeseburger wrappers and soda cups. Guitar retailers with wonderful, wonderful, overpriced prosumer gear. As far as the eye can see, my God, it'll be beautiful. Check out the Squire strap I got for $200. What a bargain. Finishing up the record. I'm in Berkeley right now. Oh, that's cool. How's the record going? It is good. I'm really happy with it. And, um, you know, I've been listening to a lot of E-40 to get in the zone. What did you think of his new album? Oh, E-40, he's awesome. He really represents Bay Area indie rap. You know, he's been around for a while and he started small, you know, with his East Bay roots and then he's grown the whole Bay Area and nationwide and, um, you know, he's one of the best in the game, buddy. Chill. 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 Hey, do you sometimes kind of wish I'd gone to law school? Ooh, that's the fire right there. That's a great song, and it made me think back to the 80s. The 80s were a great time to be an adolescent. I discovered many artists and songs through the 80s that remain among my favorites to this very day. It was also when I realized that nerd music was more than just some funny songs and some rock songs. It was a genre. The 80s gave us Weird Al Yankovic, Thomas Dolby, Devo, Oingo Boingo, Talking Heads, and a plethora of heavily nerd-influenced artists and songs. For good measure, Buckner and Garcia delivered a genuine nerdy chart topper with Pac-Man Fever, a song that took the country by storm. Nerd music as we have come to know it was certainly born in the 80s. Nerdy rock bands also continued to deliver as Bare Naked Ladies, Beck, Crash Test Dummies, Guar, Moxie Fruvius, The Pixies, They Might Be Giants, Ween, and XTC would all reach notoriety by the end of that decade. So a new genre was born. Its roots are based in hip-hop, rock, and VGM. How did the rock side grow? We'll take a look. But first, here's another song for you. The next track that I have for you is from one of the modern nerd rock groups that regularly find a spot here on the nerd groove. That's because Kirby Crackle is a national treasure. Kyle Stevens and the boys deliver on the regular 
Here's the newest single from Kirby Crackle, and it's a new Star Wars jam called It Suits You. We were both afraid And we needed help You were there for me When I needed out In this galaxy So big and wide I could be your man You could be my guy So take my heart It suits you And you can think of me When I think of you Nothing the two of us cannot do We could be a we If it suits you There's so much changing at so much cost But in your starry eyes I'm never lost A hunger burns just like X-wing fuel And once it's lit it melts away the rule So I take my heart It suits you And you can think of me When I think of you And there's nothing the two of us cannot do We could be a we If it suits you No use for a name but now I call it love I can fly anything So let me lift you up If I don't make it back You should know it was you I was thinking of It was always you So I take my heart It suits you And you can think of me When I think of you Nothing the two of us cannot do We could be a we If it suits you And I take my heart if it suits you And you can think of me When I think of you oh, And there's nothing the two of us cannot do We could be a we If it suits you Kirby Crackle strikes again, once again carrying the nerd rock banner high and proud. You know, Star Wars has influenced quite a few songs over the years, including Yoda by Weird Al. That song broke a lot of barriers. It made it okay to parody super popular rock songs, and after that it was also cool to reference Star Wars something which continues to be done today, as you just heard. Nerds are nothing if not nostalgic. We show our love to those artistic visions that connect to us emotionally, and it's that bond that unites us. Another music style that had to pay dues before getting recognized as well was from as far back as the 1920s, and born of a combination of country, blues, boogie-woogie, jazz, western swing, and gospel. Rock and roll was not coined until the 1950s, Imagine that, a genre that had to fight nearly 30 years to be recognized. Sound familiar? That's not the only comparison with nerd music. Rock music, like today's nerd artists, 
was always a voice of change. Many credit rock music for easing racial relations during the civil rights era and helping end the Vietnam War. Today, nerd artists have been extremely vocal about the issues of today, like bullying or same-sex marriage. The essential element, though, that established rock as a genre was the addition of a prominent backbeat. That's it, a remix, if you will, of existing genres. Much the same way that many of today's nerd artists are adept at sound creation. Also, early rock acts like Chuck Berry, Bo Diddley, Fats Domino, Jimmy Preston were routinely booked with white performers like Elvis Presley, Jerry Lee Lewis, Carl Perkins. Something that was unheard of in the 50s and it worried the adults of the day. They had black and white teenagers listening to the same music. Rock music changed the world. In today's nerd music scene, the diversity doesn't end. It is this spirit of unity that continues to bind us. And these are a few of the elements that rock has lent to the nerd music Triforce. It doesn't end there though. Rock artists took their ideas and ran with it, creating dozens of subgenres over the next 50 years. It's a music style whose music can sound completely different. Another element shared to the root of the nerd music family tree. The next artist I have for you is no stranger to stretching the boundaries of musical style. Mark with a C is the embodiment of the modern nerd artist. His simple storytelling style can fool you. He has a lot to say and can cloak his often powerful message in a cocoon of awesome song. Mark has many times asked me why I consider him a nerd musician when he himself doesn't. Well, that goes back to what I said before about that feeling that little Dr. Vern used to get when he heard a song or an artist for the first time, and they made me feel less alone. Mark with a C is that kind of guy. Maybe he doesn't write property songs or overtly silly songs, but he's real and he's a nerd. Here's the brand new single by Mark with a C. It's called Unicorns Get More Bacon. Hello, it's nice to be here. I've been pacing backstage. That's actually a lie. There is no backstage. But I made up these songs and I chose to play them here. I can only hope you like them. How am I doing so far? You see, my songs are like my kids. I have a fuck ton of them. And some are kind of good, others are just assholes. We used to clap and cheer when people would sing up here. And I'm not content to do this while you look at your cell phone. They said an artist needs a patron, and unicorns get more bacon, but they cheer the loudest for what I like least. So I thought that it would be fun to get you on my side up front, and what I gotta know is are you with me?
Bard of Insane Proportions, and we're going to talk to him right now about his new album. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mark with a C back to the Nerd Groove. Hey, everybody. Wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me, Vern. Yeah, you know we love you, dog. Hey, man, I just listened to your whole album, actually. Um, we just played the Unicorns Get More Bacon. Great song. Um, man, I really love the sound you got dialed in on this album. Tell us a little bit about what's going on with your uh, Unicorns Get More Bacon album. Uh, wow, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, to talk about the sound, it's, um, I think it's the logical progression from my last couple of records, but there was one major difference, and that's when it came time to master the album. We had, uh, I, I had brought in Kramer, who is, um, he, he's famous in indie rock circles. He's, of course, um, the man that discovered the band Low. He, um, produced or mastered early recordings by Ween and Daniel Johnston. He was in the band Shockabilly, uh, for a period of time. He was in the Butthole Surfers. Um, he was in Bongwater. He's just a real hero of mine. And to find out that I was able to work with him was the biggest deal. And he really, uh, he took an album that was pretty good. And sound-wise, he just kicked it up a few flights of stairs. So if you're talking about sound quality, you got to thank Kramer. It's it's more his record than mine. It uh-huh. really, uh, from that perspective, when I hear the new album, man, just from the sound quality, the, the production, I guess you would say, uh, it's, it's really dialed in. That was the first thing I, I said to myself aloud when I, was, when I was about three tracks in. I'm like, wow, this sound for Mark is dialed in. This is like the perfect Mark with a C sound. Oh, thank you. Well, I was trying to emulate the sound that my band gets live uh, when I play with my backing group of Jim Myers and Emmett Dobbin. And uh, unfortunately, due to scheduling commitments, the band was not able to appear on the record. So I had to play like this really dumbed down version of what Jim might do on the drums or this really (laughs) dumbed down version of what Emmett might do. So... The good news is I can tell you that if you dig how it sounds on the record, you're going to really dig it live because those parts were all written just for Emmett and Jim to improve on. Ah, well, I, I, I really do. And uh, we'll get, uh, I'll get I'll, I'll get off the sound for a minute but because uh, the songs themselves, really uh, great album, man. Really, uh, from top to bottom, and, and I, you know I've known you for a long time. Um, I'm going to have to say top to bottom, this may be your best single album. 
Wow, thank you so much, man. That's uh, especially uh, gratifying to hear after you've been doing this so many years, you know? Thank sure, you. sure. Like, I, and I know that's for people out there that are familiar with your work. Uh, constantly, you first of all, you give them unicorn. The track we just heard, unicorns get more bacon. You're right off the bat. You're giving you're giving that fan base something they like, <laughs> and at the same time saying, "Hey, stop asking for all this stuff." I, I like it. It's kind of a cool message. Good song. <laughs> um, you know, I wrote that song in about 15 minutes at my kitchen table because uh, I didn't feel like the album um, in the original guise. Which was, uh, I was intending to make a very different record than what you hear. Um, I just didn't feel like it had the strongest opener. So uh, every couple of records, I write a tune that I know is going to pretty much open shows for a while. Uh, in my history, there's been songs like I'm in Love With Everyone I Know, where you can pretty much only put it towards the beginning of the show. Or uh, I'm a, uh, what's it called? We're All Gonna Die. That was supposed to be an opener. Um and I, I didn't have one. I didn't have a new one. And I went, well, I need a new song that really sets up my mission statement, which is, you know, I I create art and you cheer. This is how it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So that, that was it. That was the, I really the basic idea. It was so simple. Uh, like That's a lot of times uh, in your discography, a lot of times uh, some of your, your songs that really kind of nail the head are, are some of those type songs. And I like the fact that it is an opener. In fact, when the first, the literally first time I listened to that track, um, my first thought was, other than Paul and Storm's opening band, this might be the best opening song I've ever heard. Oh my God! I hate to go all Nicolas Cage on you, but that's high praise. Thank you. Yeah, you, you're familiar with. I mean, you know Paul and Storm. That that's. As the general manager of Nerdy FM, I think I'd be fired on the spot <laughs> if I weren't. Yeah, you got to know those guys somehow. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to talk uh, real quick. I'm going to I'm going to give you uh, what I this is my favorite song on the album actually. Anything but plain. Yeah. Um, hilarious because uh, and for those of you who haven't been able to get it, go get the album now. What are you waiting for? Stop listening to us and go get the album. Um, well, wait till the end of the interview. I mean, well, come on. Yeah, wait till yeah, wait till we're done. I guess maybe. Um, anything but plain. It's funny that you wrote that song because I was I was sitting in my house uh, just the other day and my wife came home and she was in a hurry and she had to come in and change from her business clothes into the clothes that she was wearing for the event she was going to and I'm watching her get changed and I'm thinking this is one of the most beautiful things in the world to just sit with with a woman who is comfortable enough to be herself changing clothes in front of you and you you're watching their beauty and form and I and she looked over at me in the middle of it and said what are you doing I said, I'm watching you change. It's beautiful. And then you put this song on the album, dude. I swear I almost started crying. <laughs> well, uh, I'm flattered by that. But more importantly, we just learned a lot about Dr. Vern. Yeah, sorry. I didn't um, mean to, we're no, gonna edit no, that. Cool. Yeah. Um, I will tell you, um, Anything But Plain is an older track of mine that I was just uh, – I had attempted to put on numerous records, but I could never get the arrangement right or I could never get the, the tone exactly how I wanted it. And I finally had it in a place where I was happy with it. And it actually just so happens that a fan of mine, right when I, uh, right around the time that I recorded it for the album, had actually gotten it tattooed on her ankle. She had gotten the, the song title tattooed. So I went, well, clearly this is the cosmos telling me it's time. You know, <laughs> a song needs to come out. And it's it, it's one of my favorites to play because it's uh, as simple as it sounds. It's actually really challenging. Uh, there's a lot of notes in a uh, 
in a block on the first two frets, and I've got to fit, uh, fit my fat little sausage fingers into this weird <laughs> little formation to play it. So uh, there was this interview that I watched once with Neil Peart of Tom uh, of uh, Rush, and they were asking him about Tom Sawyer, and they said, do you ever get sick of playing Tom Sawyer? And he said, no, because Tom Sawyer is impossible to play correctly. So it's always a challenge, and Anything But Plain is actually a really simple song in the grand scheme of things, but there's a certain pattern that's really tough for me, so I never get tired of playing it because every time I perform it, I'm thinking, maybe this is the time I'll get it right. Well, I think you got it right. I, that's, the, the album top to bottom to me was, like I said, your best album. Uh Also, uh you, you know, you and I have had this discussion before. I actually referenced it uh, in this podcast um, you and I have had the discussion before where uh, you asked me why I consider you nerdy. And, uh, and I've said before that I think it's from the place that you write. It's, it's, uh, you're relatable to people who maybe feel different and, and things like that. And I, I really feel that this top to bottom may be the nerdiest album you've ever released. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the lexicon of terminology, just reading your your. Album, the song titles here, there's Epic Fail, Ethics in Gaming, a lot of things that, that draw you in. Where's My Giant Robot? Um, mm-hmm. some, some nerdy content, uh, a little more on the sleeve than normal. However, containing some very good messages, very nice messages in we've woven in the tapestry that is this album. I, I'm, good job. Was that I intentional? I mean... <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate all your compliments, I gotta say, and um, I, I can't I can't say on the nose that what you're mentioning was completely intentional. Right. Um, but the intention, uh, there were numerous intentions going into the record, but the one that most fits what you're talking about was I was setting out to write the amassed knowledge of a late 30s man in 2016. That was it. I was just trying to be honest about uh, current perception. That's a great word, honesty. Honesty pervades just about every track on this. Uh, and it's not always my point of view. You've got to keep that in mind. Just because I'm un- using the pronoun I does not right, mean right. that I mean Mark's point of view. Um, I mean honesty in that it is at least someone's truth. That's what I found great about the uh, epic fail. Uh, there's a lot of honesty in that song, especially in the hook. Uh we're all going to fail. Yeah, yeah, we're all going to fail in public. That was uh, initially inspired by the Ashley Madison hack. Ah. And uh, <laughs> then I, uh, I I made it a little bit more universal than that because that wasn't all I wanted to say. But it was really emblematic of the times. Like, uh, you know, if you've seen uh, the, the show Tosh.0 and how could you not and unless you've been under a rock, you know that it's basically the precursor to the show within the movie – idiocracy called owl my balls um (laughs) so basically that's it our entertainment is becoming watching other people fail and we just have to uh accept the fact that that is to a lot of the world that's going to be our place in the future just our failure will be what we're known for so it's time that we start wearing it on their sleeve sort of like eminem does in the uh the final rap of eight mile you know where he just throws all the flaws out there so there's nothing left to make fun of and uh there, there was elements of me trying to do that on this record as well oh absolutely uh texas myron nice nice song um along those lines ballad of dick Steele. i love that track man <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm sure dick loves that track too 
Well, he's the one who suggested it, so he'd better. <laughs> I can see that one going down. And uh, i got to give you major kudos. I know I give you a lot of crap privately. This is probably the first time anybody had heard of this. I, I've often uh, have teased Mark about his uh, length of songs. And uh, you've got two tracks over five minutes on this album, bro. Hats off to you. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I am going to be the bigger man and not admit what I tease you privately about. Um <laughs> So, uh, but you know, often I, when you're hearing a tune, it starts off as a five or six minute song, even the shortest ones. And it's often just me editing so that I'm only, I'm using the economics of songwriting to only say what needs to be said. And I've got room to say more. Um, but in the case of the two tracks you're talking about, which I believe are the ones at the end, one's called Falling Sometimes Down yes, and so. one's called Long Distance Education, mm-hmm. um, those, the words weren't quite as important as the general vibe is of the music, and Very the vibe vibey. could only be... It, it took five minutes to get that vibe across, for wow, example. Yeah, there's some serious mood, uh, ser- serious mood in... Um, both of those songs actually uh, very moving pieces. That's why I was very impressed by the song. We've been doing this this whole podcast here, here uh, about the rock influence on nerd music uh, and uh, its portion of the Triforce. One of the things that I feel like um, that we still have in common today as nerd musicians with roots of rock and roll rock people are that. Uh, is that climate of change. And one of the most impressive things about this album, why I call it one of your best, or if not your best, is because you have tapped into emotion. You've tapped into things, uh, social media. You've tapped into, uh, you've got something to say on this album. It's not all fun and games. And sometimes nerds get blocked into that, you know, hey, we have to, we have to talk, tell about Spider-Man or we have to tell a story about this or that. And, this is real human, real stuff, uh, honest. Uh, probably well, the most honest thing I've heard since Schaefer's release last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can give you just a little bit of insight into that without giving everything away. Okay. Um, there, was a, there was a crossroads for me where I had to decide what I was going to say on social media uh, in the future. And... Basically, when I found that I only use social media as the tool to let people know that I'd made art and maybe, you know, stay in contact if someone had a question or, um, okay, I've just seen The Force Awakens and I want to say it's great, you know. But beyond those little things, if I just kept my opinions to myself, I actually had more to write about. I had something to say that my, my listening base didn't know. So not oversharing meant that I had something to say. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't wearing my heart on my sleeve every 20 seconds on Twitter. So now, you know, what could have been a series of tweets turned into a song called Ethics and Gaming. Ah, I see. So you you basically collected your thoughts and channeled them into the art. Yeah, just like we used to. Ha ha. What a a throwback from from retro lo-fi Mark with a C. Who would have thought? Uh... Great concept. Everything works, man. Uh, like I said, if, you, if you're listening right now and you haven't obtained your copy of Unicorns Get More Bacon, go get it right now. Mark, where can they find it? Um, it they'll have to dec- de- de- they're going to have to decode a series of clues, each more fiendish than the last. <laughs> no. Uh, um, well, they're going to be able to find it at markwithaseed.com, and they will look for the bright cover art that is um, 
the art layout was done by Catherine, who's uh, done Robot of Leisure, the Canadian comic strip, and also it's based on a drawing that my daughter did. But the art all the way through the package is so definably Catherine and bright, and it's sort of her take on um, Lisa Frank-inspired um, art. So you will know when you hit markwithac.com to look for the brightly colored album that is unmistakably Catherine. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard to, uh, to to not be able to spot the album. The cover, the, the cover is outstanding. But let's just say you don't want a physical copy. I mean, don't worry. I've got you taken care of. Um, you'll be able to uh, procure downloads from markwithac.com as per usual. And, of course, it'll be available on Spotify if you just want to stream it. It'll be available on Amazon MP3. It'll be available on iTunes. Uh, a lot of people nowadays... Uh, at my level are kind of sticking to one store like oh I'm really behind Bandcamp and I look at it like you know if this were 30 years ago you wouldn't only sell your record in Tower Records you'd want your record in every single store that someone would buy it so absolutely totally. it is my hope that the album is absolutely everywhere that albums are sold unfortunately the distribution is not on my side and physical media you're going to have to come to mark with a c4 and i believe that if you uh, miss out on the physical component of this record you are really missing out on the vibe the physical component of most of your records is uh is actually quite an addition to the aesthetics of the of, of the the purchase uh if people haven't if you haven't heard mark on vinyl you must hear mark on vinyl uh, that's the that's the way his music was intended thank sound. you for saying that yeah um so uh, I, I guess we're going to wrap it up and get back into it because i got a really long podcast today. I've talked so much. People are tired of hearing me. Um, <laughs> it's always good to talk to you, Mark. Uh, brother, let us know whenever you got anything going. And, of course, you can hear your music on Nerdy FM all the time as well. Yeah, um, that that's kind of weird, isn't it? We both yeah. work for Nerdy FM, and that's why we can guarantee that you'll be hearing me on Nerdy FM. We it's guarantee a- you're going to hear this record on Nerdy FM, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for having me on the show. It was a blast, and I'm always happy to talk about myself, and thank you for giving me an avenue to do it. <laughs> no problem, sir. And thanks for playing that single. I really do appreciate it, man. You're a brave man. There's a lot of fucks and shits and dicks in that single, and you, Dr. Vern, were the brave man who said, I don't care, I'm going to play that single anyways. That's right. I said that because I, I, I don't mind a few dicks. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right, there's brother. 16 of them at least in the Ballad of Dick Steele. So if you yes. want to sing along with the word Dick, boy, have I got a song for you. Boy, have you, man. That's the one. That's the one. All right, brother. Thanks a lot for stopping in. Mark with a C, everybody. Thanks, Vern. Take care. Always good to talk to my friend Mark. Now let's get back to some great music. Some new nerdcore hip-hop, to be exact. The next artist was new to me until a couple of weeks ago when I discovered this Michigan MC that brings the nerdy fire. Of course, when I find a new artist, I'm going to bring him to you. Here's Cosplay Girl by Aramis. Ah, yeah. It's your boy Aramis. And uh, we're going to slow it down just a little bit. Got something for the ladies. And uh, who else better to help serenade the ladies than the one and only Dave? Cosplay girl, you rock my world. You're my cosplay girl. You're my cosplay girl. 
Down at the convention, picking through comics, hoping to increase my collection. Then I saw her out the corner of my eye, a thick cosplay chick who was super fly. I said, What up, Miss Adeliza L. Bridget? You look exquisite. Can a brother get them digits? She giggled a bit and tried to play it off like she wasn't feeling my style or my separate off. I had the original Game 7, not the realistic look from Advent Children. She liked how I kept it classic Said I'm fresher than an action figure Still left in the plastic Damn, that's all that it took And now I'm totally hooked I don't know if I should But she was biting her lip Gave me that come hither look And so we booked it to an empty room Boom, chicka, boom You're my cosplay girl You rock my world You're my cosplay girl You're my cosplay girl And done, you know I had me some fun And I just had to get her number My undercover lover But she was apprehensive And told me that we will meet again Then she dipped back to her friends So mysterious I couldn't get her out of my mind Addicted to that magic that she got between her thighs Surprise, this has never happened to me before I was a player, now I'm being controlled And now she holds a remote And I suppose I could forget her But I'm like MJ And I can't, I just can't let her get away Hey, but she was nowhere to be found Even searched the convention up and down Every face in the crowd, huh I guess that's how it be When you're enchanted by a siren Falling victim to her sorcery And I haven't met one like her since So all I can do is reminisce You're my cosplay girl You rock my world You're my cosplay girl You're my cosplay girl That's a great song. I know we're going to be hearing more from Aramis, no doubt. Now, the roots of our genre certainly run deep. But you could argue that the rock roots run the deepest. During the 50s and into the mid-60s, rock and roll music accounted for nearly 100% of the dance music of the era. By the mid-1960s, rock separated itself from its dance roots, and other music forms sprang forth to take its place. That's how we ended up with funk, Disco, hip-hop, house, and techno. Rock's root system runs deep throughout American music. While born of other styles, rock in turn fathered many styles, among them nerd music, 
Without rock, a great many musical styles would simply not exist today. The branches of the nerd music family tree are strong indeed. They are. Here's a song by the first band I can remember actually calling themselves geek rock. Nerf Herder came into the fray in the 90s, and instead of covertly implying that they were nerds, they wore it on their sleeves for all to see. And nearly every track spoke to me in some way when I discovered their music, and I still have a dozen or more of them on my phone right now. Nerf Herder has played a major role in the expansion of the genre's popularity. And to my delight, we are going to get a new album in March. But I have for you today the brand new single from that album, which will be called Rockingham. Here's Nerf Herder with Ghostbusters 3. I've been wanting you for so long So I had to write this song No, I'm never gonna hold your hand song is awesome and wrong at the same time. So great. I can't wait till Nerf Herder's album drops in March. Uh, let's check in on another artist who has roots in rock music. After starting the Aeronauts, Professor Shy Guy has found his unique place in the genre. Shy Guy is a showman, a rich performer with a nice voice that has the skills of a one-man band and a VGM mix master, all rolled into one package. Here's a track from the professor's latest album, Fragmentation. It's called Every Day by Professor Shy Guy. Mm-hmm. 
guess I'll have to stay now And hear the things that people say As I walk home every day It's how I survive I guess I can't run away There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
Well, the professor does some great work, no doubt about it. You be sure and check him out online and support Professor Shy Guy and all the nerd artists that I feature here on the Nerd Group. Most artists are independent and they need your support. That's another huge reason I do all this. You know, I've heard a ton of great music lately and I've rambled on for a bit. How about five in a row? Here's five newer songs that have caught my ear by some artists to watch. First up, you'll hear Allie Gertz with Dance Bitch, followed by Twill Distilled's No Girls on the Internet. Next, you'll hear Font Drama with Lights Out, a track that features Joey Slater. Then Fear the Rider by the Velveteen Band. And rounding out this five-pack is more or less in record face with End of the World. I've been loving these tracks and wanting to share them with you all, so I hope you enjoy. But I'm not the kind of chick to submit Firing shots at the girls in chat They 
big man anonymous trying to be mysterious get defensive and declare just kidding when i call your ass out but we know you're kind of serious keep talking if you want to split lip or if you really truly want to get your asshole ripped true thick skin goes a very long way but fuck your promotion of the social decay your prejudice is obvious despite the male apologists you lack the kind of tolerance that wouldn't leave you optionless don't need another neck beard demanding pics of my tits if you can't respect my gender you can suck my dick It's none of your goddamn business Second off, no, cause I can guarantee that you missed it Are you pissed off, bro? That's truly a concern of mine Do you understand? Shapes get in the goddamn line Well, I'm not gay, but I'm still straight, but You got a great butt Yeah, well, that's all great, but Guess what? This isn't Monopoly I'm not your property Trust me, you're not a unique snowflake I've seen a lot of these Nothing you do is special Nothing When all you do is talk about humping When you think so highly of yourself That's lovely Oh, jeez, I'm so wet Go get me a sponge, please You're a one-man human centipede cosplay With your head up your ass feet off your prostate. You got a little bit of privilege. Let me help you out there. You can put it in your pants. There's a lot of room downstairs. Ha! That was a wiener joke. Back in the day, start a game with a new group. Join, then chat. They don't know what to do. They assume that I play because my boyfriend's near. I'm like, no, I'm not someone's girlfriend here. Steer clear on the combo. Time to pick classes. Role playing game. Multiplayer run the masses. Well, you're a girl, so you can be the healer. I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm a fucking damage healer. I'm not your support, and I won't play the cleric. It in your face. Let me see. I'm more than barbaric. I'm used to taking hits because I run the tank. Keep acting like a dick, and you're bound to get ganked. Did I damage your ego? Here comes the bitchin'. Clever response of something, something kitchen. Oh, what a surprise that I've got my own mind, and I'm not just a walking health potion, right? Sure y'all want me to do this? Well, this dummy dude's funny. I'm running a company. Look. You got five seconds to get from in front of me. Suddenly, I got a million dudes coming and wanting me to do shit that interrupts the company's functioning. Hell no, nah, I ain't hiring you. What can you do? And we ain't going out, fool. I ain't paying for you. I'm not shallow, just a wanted dependent. I can claim taxes on you. Yeah. That's just offensive. At least get a damn job. Nigga, work on it. You ain't gotta have it now. Put some worth on you. Yeah. I love how these broad taking and grown men to do more for them than their old children is sick men. Best believe I ain't with it. From niggas, I can cop a bitch before they did. It's high family on public assistance. Your genes are disease, bitch. Keep your distance. Stories by Heroes of Zinger. You might know me by the name of Edie Singers. People like Twill, what's the matter with ya? Bitch, I'm from the internet and click like Peter Dramatica. I'm a cute boy, I'm the one so we did work. Started online dating from casual flirts. But then he got upset and he broke up with me. Dropped the pics in the docks of the internet to see. They messaged my fam every night. My skeletons messaged my colleagues and I felt like gelatin. Everyone like you stupid. Doubting my intelligence. For years I couldn't breathe and it was super intense. Five years later and his friends are still harassing me. But they leave in mom's basement. Which is just embarrassing And me? Yeah, well, here's a lesson I learned Sometimes a stupid boys You just gotta get burned Trouble, give me that axe, I'll make that body spray supple. Steel hits a major vein. Jugular, did you say you're in love with her? Die, motherfucker! Borden, come, Lizzie, extricate your organs. Cops are like, who is he? Oh, is this recording? Can folk in the morgue and can't identify? I'm psychotic. Head of the class of Miskatonic. Dr. West is in the building. I stay drilling into craniums. Reanimate the lungs. I jack ya. Stay ripping a pay tuition. Ravens at your door and the pendulum is swinging. Lights out. Are you brave? See what you got. Cause you're
Megabits, it never gets even close to that Meanwhile, the smartphone I own heats up like I need a pair of oven mitts For me to even run the shit Diagnostics run Show me that there's nothing wrong with it I'm about to dump the bitch into the dirt Yo, don't say revert My system to an early form Just cause I saw the blue screen of death I was just trying to print out some documents In a pinch cause of a failed PDF What a mess When I buy some brand new technique To get six new adapters At an additional cost Yo, it's pissing me off That I have to pawn shit To get it even ticket at all, motherfuckers. It's the end of the world as we know. Please don't think there's a chance you'll survive. Just know it's worse than you hope. Lose hope because the end now is high. End of the world as we know. Please don't think there's a chance you'll survive. Just know it's worse than you hope. Use both cheeks to kiss your sad ass goodbye. Assholes, just so many lacking any common sense. Trying to get up some moving steps, then I can't go. And you block the whole spot, but since I'm in transit, I'll transit. I won't panic, mainly cause I'm on hold. Thanks to change routes that happen after I get on a vehicle. But I feel like y'all should rank gold in the idiot Olympics. No kidding, no business taking this one level because that slows everybody else up. You lazy fuck nuts, stuck in traffic, hush smugs, lag holes. Of any kind of any slighter, it's just worth to observe if death ever occurred on the ass. In front the face, fuckers waste my time When they call up, leaving messages at all But I know that you call, so you might as well have talked Common courtesy, certainly yearning The action will burn me yeah. in the end of the world as we know Please don't think there's a chance you'll survive Just know it's worse than you hope Lose hope because the end now is high End of the world as we know Please don't think there's a chance you'll survive Just know it's worse than you hope Use both cheeks to kiss your sad ass goodbye To get to know people? But why would I want complete strangers knowing all this stuff about them? Ugh, don't overthink it. Just have fun. Wow, man, I hope you enjoyed that five-pack of awesome new tunes. I am always looking out for the hot new artists out there, and the bar is continually raised. But the next generation is looking pretty amazing. You know, this episode is all about rock. Rock's influence on this genre can be felt in every corner, crevice, and airspace of nerd music. 
The various styles and subgenres of rock are used in creating nerdcore. VGM, nerd punk, comedy music, filk, steampunk, and many other styles of nerd music. The reason I call rock, VGM, and hip-hop the triforce of nerd music is simple. You can't remove any of those styles from the nerd music genre. They are completely integrated into this musical genre in a way that people still deny. But we all know the truth. Let's wrap this episode up with some great nerd rock. Before I give you the last few tracks, I'd like to invite any Google Music users to search for my nerd rock playlist. It features hundreds of amazing nerd rock songs and is nearly 40 hours of music. It's great for a party. Anyway, since my release schedule has been sporadic at best due to some family emergencies, I have decided that you need extra songs for your patience. Here's a bunch of amazing nerd rock tracks for your listening pleasure. We're going to start with a new track from the Double Clicks called Now I Am The Fastest. Then segue into a great I Fight Dragon song from a few years ago, Kaboom. Then you'll get an idea of what a nerdy man might like in a woman with George Rabb's brains, body, both. Then we'll join Warp 11 as they kill, 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 kill Klingons. Head on over to party with the Megas as they host a metal dance with Metal Man. Then I'll take a hair washing break with the brown coats and rock and roll shampoo. And finally, you get to join Cyfried and the Colonial Marines as you descend on LV-426. Thanks for listening and sharing with your friends. Oh yeah, I almost forgot to give some love to the works of DJ RoboRob. You've been hearing him in the background of this episode, and you're definitely going to want to look online for his extensive works. DJ Rob needs all your dollars. Go support him. Don't forget to tune in to the next episode of The Nerd Groove, The Triforce of Nerd Music Part 3, VGM. Until next time, I'm Dr. Vern saying keep it nerdy and enjoy the jams. Mushroom clouds rise, acid rain falls, there aren't any footsteps these days. It's been 13 hours since the crushing defeat And the last ones turned dust and fillets I am all alone, there is no one else living It's a tragedy, but I'll get past it I'll try to look on the bright side today Finally, I am the fastest After three decades of nuclear fallout and galaxy-wide laser war, the evacuation was mostly complete, and then came the poisonous spores. Now they're all gone, I've been left here to die, but my plan is to outlast it. There's no one to get in my way Finally, I am the fastest They used to tease me They'd giggle and yell Because I was always last place But the radiation bounced right off my shell I guess
was slow and steady Ended up winning the race Now that there's no one to get in my way
looks to kill Some girls are born with intimate skills Some girls are just concerned with fun Some girls are like an SNL skit at a quarter to one What I need is a two-sided coin She better satisfy my brain as well as my loins She better wear a tight dress and have a mind that's strong I want brains and a body, is that so wrong? When she shows me her brain cells Then my pride suddenly swells Like a Botticelli chick, she's on the half shell But she likes getting nasty like Tori Wells Well, dumb girls make me soporific I need a brain and a vibe that are both terrific Like a domain name that's case specific She's the queen of conversation A Panaman around face the nation But she gets on all fours without hesitation And she got the best seat without a reservation She also knows S. Morgan Stern is a figment of imagination She always puts Horace before the car She can make a point like George Surratt She can choke the chicken like Julia Child And she knows how to make my Oscar wild She got the origami hands that can flex and fold Love for sale, I'm sold, I'm sold Boys, don't be afraid of a high IQ A girl with smarts knows what to do She reads Masters and Johnson and Kinsey too Boys, do I lie? Thompson. You can use iron need to cut and slate And you can have the chunky glasses like Tina Fey You better like films by Kurosawa You better stay naked outside the shower Better ding, dang, dingle for over an hour Then calculate binomials to the 10th power Brains, body, Show me your wits. Brains, body, ball. Brains, body, ball. Brains, body, ball. Brains, body, ball.
If I were you to 
with only words for defense. Corporal Dietrich was the first to fall. Hudson screamed, they're coming out the goddamn walls. for listening to the nerd groove as listener supported entertainment we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the nerdy show network alive by telling a friend rating and reviewing us on itunes shopping at the nerdy show store or directly donating to the network any size contribution gets you exclusive nerdy show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives just go to nerdyshow.com support to chip in to find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other nerdy show programming Visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more episodes of The Nerd Groove, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes store. And for the latest news, follow us on all your favorite social networks. We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.